Great news. We now have a Patreon account. Patreon allows you to support us so that we can continue to grow the podcast, bring you amazing content, and make sure that we bring you the best guests to help you level up your life and business. For as little as $1, you can support us. And there's also different levels that allow you to donate and support the podcast that give you exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content, tools, resources, coaching, and so much more. So if you'd love to support us, just go to patreon.com slash grindandgratitude. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash grindandgratitude. Or just click the link in this episode. Thank you so much. Change your story and you will change your life. That's the advice someone had given me many, many years ago. And at the time, I didn't know what it meant. I mean, how could I change my story? And it was over the years that I realized that changing your story is about changing how you see yourself. And many of us are stuck in the past. We can't get over something that has happened in our life or a mistake or a failure that we've made. And so how do we change our story so that we can change our lives? That's what I want to talk about coming up next in this episode. You're listening to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, and I've dedicated my entire life to helping people win. Win in their careers, win in their businesses, and win in their lives. This podcast is going to help you get on your grind and hustle to create the life that you love and walk in gratitude along the journey. Each episode, I'll teach you tools and tactics and bring you conversations with experts that will help you turn your passion into a thriving online business. Life isn't about wishing for something greater. It's about making it happen. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it. Coach Stone is in the building. What's going on, everybody? I am Danny Stone, also known as Coach Stone. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. If you've tuned in before, you know I got love for you. And one of the things I want you to know about this podcast is this is a conversation between you and I. Now, you might not be sitting right next to me, but I consider you to be my co-host. And being my co-host, I want you to know that I, I, I'm thinking about you. I want you to know that this is a conversation that you and I are having. And so sometimes I might be asking you questions. Sometimes I might ask you to do things. And I just want you to know that I'm not sitting here like the guru. I'm sitting here having a conversation with you as your coach, as your friend, you know, as somebody who wants to see you win. And I just want to say that because, you know, preparing for these episodes is great because sometimes I have to do some research and sometimes I have to dig into my own life and my own past and the things that are working and the things that aren't working. And I got to get real with myself. And it's because of you that I have to do this work. It's because of you that I have to do this research. It's because of you that I really have to sit and think about my life and think about where I am and think about my journey and think about the lessons and and figure out the things that I want to teach you that I'm learning from my coach and from my mentor. So Thank you so much for tuning in. It's because you tune in every week that I get up and and I do this work and I bring you this information and have this conversation with you. So I just want to thank you for that. 
Now, in this episode, I want us to have this conversation about why some of us are really stuck in the past, right? You know, it's about really changing our story. And we have to learn to change our story. But in order to change your story, most of us have to learn to quiet that inner critic and let go of the past. Those are a couple of things that are required. Like if you really want to create this amazing life for yourself and for your family, and you really want to be able to achieve some things that you've never been able to achieve, then you have to learn to let go of the past. And for many of us, you know, it it might be very difficult. But many, many years ago, you know, somebody told me that. They said, look, you have to change your story if you want to change your life. You know, stop talking about being stuck as if you were, you know, still a 15-year-old boy or a 10-year-old boy waiting for your dad to come pick you up and he would never show up. Like that story that you're telling yourself now is is that you're still that 10-year-old boy and nobody loves you and you're not good enough. And you have to stop telling that story because that's not the truth. And so I had to learn that for myself. And I had I had to let go of a lot of things from my past. And and for me, you know, I, I kind of want to walk you through this and I kind of want to have this conversation with you because these are some of the things that I learned that really helped me to change my story. And in changing my story, it just opened up my life. It opened it up in so many ways. Like I found the love of my life. I was able to travel to all of these different places. I was able to write books and impact people with my words and and my stories by standing on stages and speaking on video. And, And I'm saying this to say that once you make up your mind that that old story about you not being good enough or not being smart enough or not being loved or not being worthy, once you learn to let go of that story, because it's not true, once you learn to let go of that and tell yourself the truth, which is you are amazing. You have greatness within you. You have a a champion story. You have knowledge and information and lessons that people need. You can do anything that you want to do. Once you tell yourself the truth and you walk in that truth and you tell that new story, that's when your life is going to change. And so let me tell you a little bit of the things that kind of helped me to change my story and in turn change my life. Now, you know, many of you know that I grew up in low income housing. You know, my dad left pretty much when I was in the womb. Uh, I've only seen my dad maybe 10 or 12 times in my whole life. And I remember it actually started when I was about five years old. When I was five years old, I used to sit on the step. I remember my mom saying, okay, your dad's coming to pick you up. I'd put on my nicest clothes because I, I knew my dad was coming. I, you know, I was a five-year-old little boy who you know, might have saw his dad maybe once before that or twice before the age of five. And I was just excited. So she would get me all dressed up. And, and I remember the first time I got dressed up and I was waiting on the step because I thought he was coming right now. My mom's like, you know, your dad's coming to pick you up. And I was really excited. And 
I remember sitting on the step and maybe a half hour went by. And I said, mom is, you know, is dad still coming? My mom said, yep, he's still coming. And then I just kept waiting. And then I go back in the house again. I say, is dad still coming? Did you, did you talk to him? And she would say, yeah, he's still coming. And this would go on for two hours, three hours, four hours. And then he wouldn't show up. And then I would cry and say to my mom, you know, how come daddy didn't show up? Dad doesn't love me. I would say all of these things. And she would, you know, obviously like a mother con- console me and just, you know, make up an excuse for him. Say, oh, you know, he just got caught up with some things and, you know, he'll come see you when he can. And that went on for many, many years up until the point where, as I said, I, I think I've only seen my dad maybe 12 times in my life. Now, I'm not saying this for sympathy. I'm not even saying that I, I don't love my father because I do. But I remember just sitting there and just feeling like my dad didn't love me. And it's so strange that, you know, the things that we we kind of lock into our subconscious mind and we carry with us as adults. And so that narrative that I carried with myself for the longest time is that, you know, I'm not worthy of love. Um, nobody will ever love me. I used to think that I just, I was nothing. Like I just thought that I was just somebody that wasn't cared about. Even though I knew that my mom and my grandparents and, you know, other people love me, I still kind of had that in the back of my mind because my father just didn't want me. I just didn't think he didn't want me. He didn't love me. And so I kind of carried that in my subconscious mind for a long, long time. And it had a negative effect on my relationships. It it affected me, you know, in so many different ways with my my self-esteem and self-confidence. Even though I appeared to be confident at times, I think I still had that in the back of my mind. And it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I said, you know what? I have to let this go. I have to let this go. Like, if my father and I aren't going to have this relationship, I have to let it go and I have to move past it. And so I kind of went through all of these things. And I'll tell you about the conversation that I have with my father a little bit later. But this is what happened to me when I was in my 20s. I went through these things. And I, and I think these will help you too, because this really helped me to shift the story that I was telling myself. So the first thing that I had to do was acknowledge the past. See, at the time, I never really sat down and acknowledged it. I, I just kind of actually locked those memories away. All of those times when I was sitting on the step waiting for my dad, I really just buried them, right? And, and so what I did was I just, I just ignored it. I act like it, it didn't happen, but it was just affecting my life in so many different ways, right? And so um, what I had to do was acknowledge my past. I had to say, look, that did happen. And my dad just never used to show up. He would just leave me on the step waiting. And I had to acknowledge the past and let it and, and let myself know that it was the past. Like it happened before. I couldn't continue to be the victim. And I think for so many of us, we're still living in the past and we're, we're still the victim and we're still that little boy or that little girl that 
got hurt by a parent or a family member or a teacher, or maybe you're a young adult or, or an adult and somebody hurts you, or maybe you made a mistake and you really messed up a relationship or you messed up in the past and, and, and did something that you thought might scar your life forever. And you're still stuck there. You're still, you're still that person. You're still feeling that pain. You're still feeling that hurt. And so you have to acknowledge the past. It was the past. It happened. And you have to acknowledge it, right? That's the first thing that you have to do. The second thing you have to do is decide to let it go and decide to forgive. Decide to let it go and decide to forgive. And and that is so tough. Like, just think about it. We all not all, but a lot of us are holding on to these things from the past and we just haven't decided to let it go. We haven't decided to let it go. We haven't made up our mind that we're going to stop this story that we're telling ourselves about what our past is or who we are, and we're going to let it go. And then the next thing is in in part of that is you have to learn to forgive yourself, forgive yourself and forgive others. Learn to forgive. And trust me, forgiveness is so difficult. It, it was, it, it's so difficult to do that, but it's necessary. See, many years ago, I sat down with my father and I finally made up my mind that I had to forgive him so that I could move on with my life. And so I, I sat him down. You know, I was a, a young man at this time. And I just told him everything. I told him how I felt about, you know, waiting on the step when I was a kid and him never showing up and then hearing that he went to my aunt's house and my cousin's house. And and I just talked to him. I talked to him about it. And I said, you know, for many years and I lived with this pain and I, I thought that I wasn't good enough. And I thought that I was that you didn't love me and all of these things. We just had this really I just let it all out. And it wasn't for him. It didn't matter what he said. I said that so that I could let it go and forgive and move on. And, you know, my father really acknowledged his part. I got to say that he did step up and he acknowledged it and he, he asked for forgiveness. And, you know, it was a really emotional conversation for both of us. And, you know, that was a stepping stone towards us starting to build back our relationship again. But if it didn't go that way, if the conversation didn't go that way, I still would have felt like I was supposed to have that conversation so that I could forgive and let go. And so maybe you have to forgive somebody. Maybe you have to forgive yourself, but you have to make a decision to forgive yourself and to let go. If you want to change your story, if you want to Stop beating yourself up over the past. If you want to stop saying you're not worthy, stop saying you're not loved. If you want to stop this this negative mindset, if you want to stop this inner critic from taking over your life, and you really have to let it go. And it's hard. Trust me, it's hard. I've had to let a lot of things go in my life. I've had to let people go. I've had to let relationships go. But when I did that, it just opened up more freedom in my life. It really helped me to tap into my inner champion. And so that's the second thing I would say. Decide to forgive and let go. 
The third thing that you really need to do is to focus on healing. Focus on healing yourself. And maybe you you say, Danny, look, I I have healed. I've healed from my past. And, and maybe you have. You know, if you have, that's great. But the other thing is, if something keeps coming up from your past, if if something keeps coming up, that old story about you not being good enough or not being worthy or not being loved, that old story about you being a failure, that old story about you messing up, if that continues to come up over and over again, the only way to change that story and to change your life is to focus on healing. Like you have to heal. If you've been wronged in the past or you've wronged other people in the past or something really bad or traumatic has happened to you, you have to focus on healing. And look, I'm no no counselor. I'm no psychiatrist. These are just things that I have done. These are things that I've talked to other people about that have worked for some of us. But in that healing, maybe you do need counseling. Maybe you need to go seek out a professional in order to, to get the healing that you need. Maybe you need to seek out that person that may have wronged you. Maybe you need to sit down with a pen and paper and just start writing because writing can be very therapeutic as well. Maybe you just need to get on your knees and, and, and just ask your creator for forgiveness or guidance to help you heal. Whatever it is, you need to focus on healing. You can't lock things away deep in your soul and deep in your heart or in the back of your mind. I've tried that many, many times and it never works out well. <laughs> I just thought I could just bury and lock things away and throw away the key. But even without the key, things just continue to come come back up and resurface. And that those old stories just kept coming back up. That old narrative, that inner critic, and it just caused so much, so much harm in, in my life. And so that's what I would say to you. Focus on healing if you really want to learn to change your story and change your life. The fourth thing that I would say is to focus on the present. Now, it sounds pretty straightforward, but a lot of us are living in the past. A lot of us are, are driving backwards and looking through the rear view mirror. Your life is moving forward. Stop looking in the rear view mirror. We have to start living in the present. And in living in the present, what are the lessons that you've learned? Now that you have gone through whatever it is that you made it through, because you're still here, now that you've made it through that, what did you learn from that? What were the lessons? What, what, were, the, what were the emotions that you were going through at the time that now you can see it from a different perspective? Maybe you might even see the whole situation from a different perspective now that you've gone through it. You see, sometimes when we're in the middle of turmoil or we're in the middle of a struggle or we're in the middle of a, a challenge or a difficult time, we can only see it from that perspective. And in that perspective, either we can only see it from the people who have done us wrong and we can only see it uh, from the perspective that we're in in terms of feeling like somebody has done something to us or we've done something to somebody else and we're beating ourselves up. But once you've had some time and you can sit back and think about it, now you can see it from a different perspective, right? When you're sitting here in the present, thinking about your your past and the struggles that you've had and, and really thinking about the things that you've overcome, now you can see it from a different perspective. And, and that's the perspective that you need 
right now, like as you're living in the present. If you really want to create an amazing future for yourself, you have to change that story. And changing the story means I am here. I'm still alive. I made it through. These are the lessons that I've learned. These are the things that I can share with other people so that they don't make the mistakes or these things don't happen to them. Live in the present. Be thankful for for where you are. Be thankful you're still here. Be thankful you have a roof over your head. Be thankful you, you have food. Be thankful for what you have. Live in the present. Because if you want to change your story, you have to be in the present. We have to stop living in the past. Now, I'm not saying this to, to be harsh, hard on you. I'm saying this because as somebody who's lived in the past for many, many years and couldn't let things go, I realized that it had a negative toll on my relationships, on my finances, on my health and my wellness, in my career. It just affected me in so many negative ways. And I had to learn to just let go. I had to learn to heal and I had to learn to live for now and stop living for before and yesterday and the thing that I I messed up and the mistake that I made or the people that hurt me. I had to stop living for yesterday and start living for today. And every day you wake up is another day for you to write that story, to rewrite your story, your champion story. See, I say champion story because you are a champion. You have inner strength. You have knowledge and information and wisdom. You have things inside of you that make you a winner, that make you a champion. And we have to learn to tap into that inner champion and quiet that inner critic. And living in the past doesn't allow you to do that. You have to live in the present and be thankful and grateful and understanding that life is a journey and there's going to be some ups and some downs. There's going to be some challenges and and you're going to triumph. There's going to be some losses and some wins. But at the end of the day, you are a champion. And so let's start learning to be present and tell those champion stories. And and the fifth thing and the final thing that I, I really learned about how to change my story so that I could change my life is I really had to rewrite and embrace the new story. I had to rewrite and embrace the new story. See, I actually like physically had to sit down and write out all of these things that I've overcome in the past, what I was feeling at the time, what what was I experiencing? What was my mindset like? And understand that this is where I am now. This is what I learned from it. This is how it's made me stronger. This is how it's made me the man that I am. This is how it's made me this confident, resilient curious person where now, you know, I'm somebody who loves himself. I love who I am. I love what I'm trying to create in this world. I I love the fact that, you know, of, of everything that I've been through, I'm still here. I share my story. I'm vulnerable. And that's what people need. Right. And so you have a story, you have information, you, you have, lessons and all of this, all of these things that you've been through that will not only help you, but can help so many other people. But you have to learn to rewrite the story. You have to learn to embrace the story and embrace the journey. And so, again, one of the ways to do this is to really sit down with a pen and paper and just think about, 
you know, I always ask people, what are the five instances or events that have shaped who you are? Think about the five things that have happened in your life that have made you who you are, good or bad, right? Good or bad. And you sit down and you write it out. This is when it was. This is what happened. This is what I was feeling like. All of that. And then you write out, what did I learn from that? How does it make me stronger? How has that helped me to become who I am? And those are your new stories. Those are the stories that are going to change your life. When you sit down and you think about how resilient you are, how you've overcome these things, how you've achieved things that you never thought was possible. When you sit down and you actually think about those things, and if you choose to write them down and you really start to live in that and embrace it every single day, you embrace the new you, you embrace the new story. When you start to do that, your life is going to change. Your life is going to change. So you have to just really acknowledge that the past is the past. Whatever happened in the past happened. It happened for a reason. It made you stronger. You're still here. You still have amazing work to do in this world. You have a gift, a talent. You have something great inside of you that maybe you haven't tapped into yet. But once you do, Wow. You got to put the world on notice because that's when you're about to, to just take off. And, and so that's what I want to tell you. Though These are the things that I've kind of had to go through to really change my story and change my life. I had to stop telling myself those old narratives, those, those old stories about being unworthy and not loved and, and, uh, and, and not smart enough and all of these things. I had to put all of that to the side. And say, look, these are lies. This isn't true. I am not that person. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody different. I have a new story. And this new story is, is my champion story. This new story is, is, is lighting up my life. This new story is helping me to help other people see greatness in them. And this new story is changing my life. So I don't know. I mean, what is, what is this to you? Are there... Are there stories in your life that you know you have to change? Do you have to go and change your narrative? Do you have to go back and just stop these negative thoughts that you've been having about yourself because something didn't go wrong or somebody did you wrong or you messed up? And you have to replace that with something more powerful and positive. This new story, this new story about you being great, about you being amazing about you having a gift, a talent, a purpose, a reason for being here. Do you have to sit down and and think about that for yourself? I mean, I've had to do it many times and I'm sure I'll have to do it again at some point. But I wanted to share this with you because I think it's important that we learn to change that story. We change the narrative. You know, you are the author of your own story. You hold the pen. What are you writing about yourself? What are you saying about yourself? What are you saying to yourself? We have to quiet that inner critic and bring out that inner champion. Learn to change your story and you'll change your life. That's all I have for this episode, but I really hope that you found some value in this. And and I really hope that you actually sit down and and listen to this episode and really think about your life. Think about 
what you're telling yourself, because I really believe and I, I'm, I'm serious about this. I believe that you're here for a reason. I believe that there's something special about you. You got to find out what it is and live it out loud. And it just starts with these five things. You, you know, if you really want to change your past and you really want to create this amazing new future for yourself, you have to acknowledge the past. Decide to forgive yourself and let go. Focus on healing. Focus on the present. Live for now, not the past. And then write and embrace your new story. So that's it. I will catch you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for being my co-host on this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. I really appreciate you. I hope that you learned something and you're motivated to take action and get on your grind. Didn't that go by fast? If you want more, head over to grindandgratitude.com for show notes and more information about this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating so more people will tune in. And let me say this. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it.